Welcome to the latest episode of the Weekend Barbecue Guru Show. I am your host, Larry Brake, coming to you from the great state of Georgia on the east coast of the United States of America. In fact, it has been very, very cold, so cold that uh, I thought that I left that weather behind me in Oklahoma. It's been in the 20s at night, and boy howdy, it has been cold. My banana trees have frozen. They are wilting. I will have to uh, prune them, and hopefully next time I will get a bountiful uh, abundance of uh, banana fruits for uh, the coming summer. But uh, we're going to talk leg of lamb and other things. Let's take a uh, quick break and we will be back with uh, the latest edition of the Weekend Barbecue Guru Show. And we're back. This past Christmas Eve, we had a... uh, time of just like finger foods on christmas day we actually uh mimicked uh the meal from a christmas story where the dogs from next door ruined the christmas dinner or lunch for uh, ralphie and his family and they went out and had chinese so that is what we had christmas day was chinese food in honor of that fantastic film We had orange chicken, we had General Sal, we had chow mein, we had chicken fried rice and some good things for dessert like pecan pie, banana pudding, and a pumpkin cheesecake amongst uh, just some other little snacks to go with that. But uh, the night before Christmas Eve, we had finger foods like, uh, oh, we had some beanie weenies that uh, we had uh, in barbecue sauce. We had quesadillas, chicken quesadillas. We had uh, some uh, Brazilian steak, sort of like in the, the Brazilian steakhouses. My oldest son prepared that. And I uh, cooked for him a uh, leg of lamb. And the way I prepared it was opened uh, the container and washed uh, any of the blood away that was left and threw it on the smoker as is. No marinade, no rub, just a plain, simple leg of lamb. It weighed about four to five pounds. I'm not really sure. I'm thinking it was close to four. So I threw the charcoal in the firebox, put uh, mesquite, did some mesquite uh, wood for for the smoke, and I put it on about one o'clock, And about 5 o'clock, it was ready to go. Just pulled it, let it rest, and started cutting it up, and boy, it's good. 
you don't necessarily have to to uh, marinate or rub. You can do, especially beef, you can do salt and pepper. That's what uh, we did on on the, uh, the cut of beef. But uh, for some things like uh, chicken and pork, need just a little bit of flavor to, uh, I guess, take away from some of the, the plain dryness of the pork, of the chicken. Chicken breast especially can be notoriously dry if you really don't know what you're doing as far as how long to cook because uh, for the most part I would say everybody tends to overcook instead of undercook because of everyone being afraid that uh, they're going to get some kind of parasite by undercooking so they go overboard and especially those who grill chicken breasts, they will put them on and on and on until they're basically dried out. They were basically a well done, well done. And that's why you see a lot of people put uh, steak sauce or ketchup or whatever it is they like to put on top of their chicken breast. But if you marinate it and you do it right, or if you brine it and do a whole chicken, it should be flavorful enhanced and ready to go marinate brine and a small uh, dose of rub you're ready to go but with the leg of lamb decided to because it was bone in and a lot of that uh, flavoring would come from all the the tissues and things associated uh, with that bone really made it uh, really really good so that's what we did Christmas Eve and Christmas. Let me uh, let me just say this about uh, air fryers. We had uh, egg rolls to go with the, the Chinese food on Christmas Day, and I had never ever used a uh, air fryer before. We uh, bought my youngest son air fryer for Christmas, a Christmas present. So. He stayed over from uh, Saturday night to Sunday, and we used that air fryer Sunday to do the uh, to do the uh, oh I think they were chicken I don't think they were shrimp but I think they were chicken egg rolls chicken seems right but for some reason shrimp uh, seems to uh, stand out. But uh, let's go with chicken. So you put it in, you heat it up, and then it, when it gives you the signal, it's when you add the food. Well, I started uh, in a restaurant when I was like 16. And was a manager by the time I was 17 and a half, almost 18. So deep fry just kind of comes natural, just like, uh, cooking uh, steaks, meat, uh, kind of became second nature through time. So I was kind of wondering how the the uh, air fryer would be opposed to the deep fryer. Other than the uh, greasiness of the uh, deep fry, I really thought it was good. I thought the air fry was, was, was better just for the fact that it was nice and crispy. And you know how like a deep fry in the refrigerator overnight 
seems to kind of be gorged. Doesn't seem to uh, microwave or heat up as well the next day. But with the air fryer, seemed to work well. The egg roll was uh, was really, really uh, nice the second day. Not uh, as crispy as the first day or, or after I cooked it. But it was uh, well worth uh, the usage of the uh, air fryer. I would uh, invest in one. But I have a little mini deep fryer that uh, does the trick and I use a light, light oil, peanut oil that uh, doesn't weigh heavy on like the old grease used to be at uh, the restaurant. That old restaurant's gone by the way. Last time I was in uh, Oklahoma, the old hometown, I noticed that uh, there was a uh, drugstore there where the old restaurant was. A lot of old memories in that restaurant, but uh, a lot of lessons learned. A lot of things that I have carried on uh, from those days. A lot of people that became good friends, close friends, that uh, we could probably just take up a conversation where we left off way back when, way back when. But uh, it's good stuff. That air fryer was uh, really, really well. Get a chance to uh, invest in one, you have my recommendation. And I'm not really think that brands uh, are, they're probably all the same. Probably, you're probably paying extra for the quote unquote top of the line, the high end brand name, as opposed to the low end uh, name. But uh, anyhow, uh, good investment. And the one that he has that we got for him, you can do the air fryer and you can do a rotisserie, which I think that would be really, really cool to do. Haven't done rotisserie in, man, forever. Probably over 20 years since I've done a rotisserie. And you'd just basically do it the same way as you would a... Uh, to put one on the smokers, you just cook it different. The heat is, is uh, they're all contained. It's not a open flame, but it is basically electrical heat. It's basically uh, like your oven coil, if you have an electric oven. But it's not indirect heat, but it's basically direct heat. And it seems to go by and cook pretty, pretty fast. Well, that was a good time, good, uh, good uh, food, good fun, good fellowship. Let me give you a quote from Dr. Seuss. Sometimes you don't know the value of a moment until it becomes a memory. And that leg of lamb and the Chinese food, we were making memories. Thank you, Dr. Seuss, for that quote. Let's move on to the world of sports. We have some crazy things brewing in the NFL. We have teams who have clinched, and we have teams who are wanting to clinch. In fact, in the AFC, Buffalo, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Baltimore, and the Los Angeles Chargers have clinched a playoff spot. 
Jacksonville or Tennessee. And then the seventh spot has Miami and New England, New York Jets, uh, Pittsburgh, and possibly Las Vegas Raiders vying for a spot. NFC, you have Philly, Philadelphia, Minnesota, San Francisco, Tampa Bay. Hasn't clinched yet, but it looks like they are on the road too. They they can hold off Carolina. Dallas has clinched. The Giants from New York. And the Commanders from Washington. If the playoffs started today, that would be your seven. Also in the running are Seattle, Detroit, Green Bay, Charlotte, and New Orleans. Vying for those spots. It's going to be crazy. I think probably the Super Bowl is going to run between Buffalo, Kansas City, Cincinnati, or Philadelphia. That's my guess. That's the way it seems to be trending. There was a historical night in the National Basketball Association last night where Luka Doncic had probably the all-time greatest uh, shooting or, or playing uh, numbers ever. He had 60 points. He had 21 rebounds and 10 assists for the all-time high score triple-double. I'll tell you what, he is something to watch. He is something to watch. He is, God, he's almost seven feet tall, but he can shoot like a guard. Let's look at the conference standings here in the East. If the playoffs started today, here's your top ten or top ten teams. You know, you have the play-ins, but the number one seed, Boston, followed by Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Cleveland, Philadelphia, New York, Indiana, Miami, Atlanta, Toronto are your ten. In the West, Denver's one. Two, New Orleans, Memphis, three, L.A. Clippers, four, Phoenix, five, Dallas, six. And then your playoff team, your playing team, Sacramento, Portland, Utah, Golden State. Not too far behind, not too far behind are the Minnesota Timberwolves, Oklahoma City Thunder, and the Los Angeles Lakers. I'll tell you what, the Thunder continue to amaze me at how they can get behind and then come back and win. Now, they dig themselves into a hole half the time while they have to come back, but uh, they are a team of the future, I think. I think they're going to be better than probably the 2012 team that played Miami in the finals. I think, I mean, everybody's getting better and better, but uh, the Thunder looks to be really, really good. They may be one or two shooters away, but golly, they are tough. In college football, we have the bowl games going on. Uh, today's games on Wednesday, December 28th, Duke is hosting uh, Central Florida. 
followed by Kansas and Arkansas, followed by North Carolina and Oregon, followed by Texas Tech, Ole Miss. Thursday, tomorrow you have Syracuse and Minnesota, Oklahoma and Florida State, Texas and Washington. Friday, Maryland at North Carolina State, Pittsburgh and UCLA, Notre Dame and South Carolina down in Jacksonville, Ohio against Wyoming, Tennessee against Clemson. Then Saturday, you have the big ones. You have Alabama, Kansas State, TCU, Michigan. You have Ohio State, Georgia, Iowa, Kentucky. Then on the second, you have Mississippi State, Illinois, LSU, Purdue, Tulane, USC, Penn State, Utah. Now the national championship games, those are going to be decided by these four. It's going to be the winner of the TCU, Michigan, and Ohio State, Georgia. Now since I live in Georgia, it would be nice to see the Georgia Bulldogs go back to back, but coming from a Big 12 state and a graduate of the University of Oklahoma, would like to see TCU win it all just for the Big 12. They've been uh, trying to play catch up. It's kind of crazy. People said Big 12 wasn't very good, but if you look at the offenses that everybody is running now, basically are a product of the Big 12 and what Mike Leach, the late Mike Leach, God rest his soul, instituted at Oklahoma in 1999 and helped them to win a national title the year after. And then everybody went to the air raid and you see a lot of the pro teams running the air raid offense. Now, my preference is uh, Air Coriel. In fact, there's some sets and things I would like to see the Jaguars do more of that uh, Doug Peterson did when he was in Philadelphia. like to see more double tight end sets. And basically, I would like to see a bigger running back. That's coming from my Air Coriel uh, background because it uh, seems like Coriel had a big running back and then he had a scat back. So they have the scat back in uh, Travis Etienne. They just need a big running back like a Derrick Henry, a Franco Harris, or Jim Brown, something of the fullback, old fullback style. In fact, uh, that is the, the one position that has basically vanished from football as far as usage on every down situation. Used to be there would be two backs. Now there's only one. There used to be a true tight end that's basically blocked and was a last resort. Now tight ends are, some of them are becoming like the number one option, like George Kittle out, of, out in San Francisco and Dallas Goddard there in Philadelphia. And your receivers will stretch the field vertically to open up the middle for the tight end. So kind of wish they would kind of go back to some of those old principles that uh, 
I guess what I grew up watching and liking and just kind of ingested what I uh, think uh, was really good, solid, and good, straightforward football. Don't really care for all these sideways passes, all these screens out to the receivers, tunnel screens and all that kind of stuff. Seems like to me a waste. The blocking schemes where they run sideways and give a running back a lane to cut back. I like the straight ahead blocking, uh, power, power blocks, cross blocks, pulling guards, traps, things like that. Counters, you don't see those anymore. But uh, there was nothing wrong with them. I ought to go back to them. Well, 2022 is just about gone. It is December the 28th, and the sands of time are falling out of the hourglass, headed towards 2023. I think uh, it's going to be a different uh, world in 2023. Things are going to be crazier than what they are. And then when it hits 2024, it's going to be even crazier with uh, the presidential election coming up. But there's nothing I can do to change or to influence. So what I plan to do is barbecue on the weekend and become a better weekend barbecue guru. And I suggest you do the same because there is no sense in worrying about things you can't do personally, change yourself, but you can make yourself a better weekend barbecue guru. So with that, I am going to head out and say, hey, Happy New Year. Looking forward to the upcoming 2023. We're going to be talking some uh, some uh, other things, some other, I guess, variations of uh, barbecuing. Experiment with some equipment, things like that. Talk a little bit of sports. Maybe talk uh, weather. Boy, I hope it gets uh, warmer. Can't take any more cold weather, but it is what it is. It's December. It is that time of year. So with that, to all you weekend barbecue gurus out there, this is uh, your host saying, I'll catch you next time. See ya.